0: Welcome back to the We Know Fantasy podcast. My name is Nate with We Know Fantasy, and we have another great show in line for you guys this week as we uh, trek right through the offseason here. We're getting closer to some actual things happening. When's the draft? April-ish. So that's coming around the corner. But before uh, before then, we're going to continue with the series. I don't know if you guys tuned in. A few weeks ago, we did a fantasy football draft for the AFC East alone, and this week we're going to do the NFC North with some... Uh, not really breaking, but some pressing fantasy football news coming out of that division this week. Before I hop into things, I'm joined today by Cody. Cody, how are we today, my man?
1: I'm doing great, man. How are you?
0: Oh, fantastic. And of course, Steven is here as well. Stephen, how are we? What's going on, Nate? We're doing well. I uh, love talking to
2: football on some Thursday night. Let's do
0: it. Yeah, this is a Thursday night, as you said. We're just uh, getting here together and talking some fantasy football the We Know Fantasy crew. Uh, speaking of that, if you want to follow us on social media, you can find the We Know Fantasy crew at We Know Fantasy on Twitter, and Instagram and Facebook. Real quick, Cody, where people find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter at Master Smithers. And Steven? You can find me on Twitter at Coach Steven P. Easy enough. Uh, if
0: you want some more fantasy sports content, not just football, we have NASCAR, golf, basketball, baseball, hockey, you name it. We have coverage on the Fantasy Sports Network at WeKnowFantasy.com. So make sure you're checking everything there every day because... You're not going to want to miss what's happening there uh, from our great group of contributors. So, guys, like I said, NFC North here, we're going to find a, a, a draft order. We'll do a snake. So, it'll go one, two, three, three, two, one, and we'll repeat until our rosters are filled. Today, we're going to go quarterback, running back, two wide receivers, a tight end, and a flex. Again, only NFC North players. So, we'll just break down this division, talk about some of the players we like moving forward. And we're just going to go and assume, say, you know, Aaron, Aaron Jones stays in, in, in Green Bay and kind of like that, and not get too out of things. Henny Galladay, say, in Detroit, and not speculate moves like that. So if they're on the team kind of at the end of the 2020, season, they're eligible for this draft. So we're doing a random number generator here. We'll go myself, one, Cody, two, Stephen, three, as we introduce this show. Here we go. Generate and three. So Stephen, me, then Cody. Let's so I go. guess. I guess without further ado, Steven, you have the one one here in the NFC North fantasy football draft.
2: Oh man, this is a this is a big thing. Oh man, uh,
0: I think this is pretty uh, easy.
2: I'm trying to think of who's in the NFC North. Honestly, <laughs> I might, I might, I mean, maybe I'm, maybe I'm overthinking it, but uh, I'm gonna go with Devontae Adams going number one wide receiver on the board. I could be missing someone right now, but. Uh, I mean, he's literally, in terms of like any terms of dynasty or redraft, he's literally a top 10 pick right now. He's literally one of the best wide receivers in football right now. A guy who can have double touchdowns over a thousand yards any single season. And it doesn't hurt that he's attached to Aaron and Rodgers, who those two have a fantastic chemistry. And you saw at the end of the season, I think he was just on fire game in and game out. So. I'm going Devontae Adams, for my first pick.
0: Yeah, there's two players here where you can go either way, the first pick, but you can't go wrong with Adams here. Like you said, yeah. when we're talking Dynasty, he's he's presumed to be the 101 in Dynasty wide receiver one across that spectrum of the fantasy football world. But you know, not can't can't blame you for taking Adams here. We're going PPR format with the first overall pick. So it rolls over to me here. I have the second overall pick. I'm gonna go with Dalvin Cook, the Vikings running back here. We have one running back spot on this team, so Dalvin Cook secured that. Uh, the top running back in this division, top five year in year out, we had a fantastic season last season. And this Vikings team isn't really, you know, making any moves forward. Justin Jefferson's still there, of course, development there, but Dalvin Cook is uh, is one of the best running backs in the game. So glad to get him here in this uh, in this format.
1: Yeah, you can't go wrong with either of those two guys. Uh, but I-, I think it gets a little bit trickier here. But I'm going to go ahead and take Aaron Jones. Once again, we mentioned. Chances are he may not be back in Green Bay. It sounds like they might be going elsewhere, but as of now, still a Green Bay Packers, still eligible to be drafted here. So Aaron Jones, uh, the RB5 last season, uh, he's a great pass-catching running back. He does it all. This is back-to-back years now that he's really shown that he, you know, can get it done in that backfield and be a top-10 fantasy-style running back, a good RB1 for your fantasy team. So I'm going to go Aaron Jones with my first pick here. And then I guess I'll make the turn, and it's getting a little trickier here, but... I am going to just go ahead and take Aaron Rodgers. Look, you look at the other quarterbacks in this division and there's not a whole lot that you really love. So to be able to kind of lock down a quarterback here that is worthy of a great fantasy quarterback from, from years past Aaron Rodgers here. I kind of like that pick, you know, you're coming off an MVP caliber season here and uh, chances are going forward, he can still do that same thing. A lot of the same pieces coming back for the Packers this year. So definitely like Aaron Rodgers here over any, the other quarterback options options for sure
0: yeah there's a clear-cut quarterback one in this nfc north and you grabbed him right there so let's see you hit the 103 104 turns the 105 here i can go uh, a bunch of different ways oh man kenny Galde, you know i love him but i think i'm gonna lock my flex position at this point and take deandre swift he of course was a rookie last year there in detroit i had a fantastic season and now that this team has moved on from matthew stafford and of course jared Goff has stepped into there. As the starting quarterback, I think things change a little bit. There won't be as many aired out types of plays or be some checkdowns as we saw that uh, Jared Goff was fantastic at getting the ball to his running backs the last few seasons. Made a superstar or Todd Gurley, of course, is there and Cam Akers burst out in uh, onto the scene in the same uh, in the same format. So I think uh, DeAndre Swift here with uh, Jared Cook, not Jared Cook, Jared Goff leading the way. Is a is a great pick here to to lock down Dalvin Cook and DeAndre Swift for my first two picks. Oh, Nate, come
2: on, man, Justin well, you- Jackson. Justin Jefferson is not a top 5 pick in this this division. Come on, guys. Uh I'm going Justin I mean, Jefferson. We
0: talking dynasty or what?
2: I mean, I mean even next year, I mean, I want him next year for sure. Any redraft league. I mean, the kid was on fire. I mean, a rookie coming in. He's 21 years old. I mean, if, if it's redraft, if it's dynasty, if it's an NFL team right now, I mean, 12, he had over 1400 yards. I mean, he had a fantastic season. And you pair him up with Devontae Adams, it's going to be a mismatch. Uh, and it's going to go very, very well with my quarterback situation, too, because I don't like the quarterbacks in this division that much. Um, so I'm going to probably take Kirk Cousins as my quarterback, guys. I'm going to roll into the third round now. Uh, we're in now. And obviously, you know Kirk Cousins. You know He's a guy who, especially in Minnesota, hasn't necessarily needed to throw the ball. But when he does, he's on fire most of the time and you use the play action with him. And he's got Justin Jefferson, a guy he already knows. A guy like Devontae Adams, he's a very, very accurate quarterback when he doesn't have to force the ball out of his hands too often, and I think I like my trio at the passing position right now.
0: All right, so you guys have quarterbacks, so I really don't have to worry about that. I can wait but the last pick of the draft to take my quarterback now, so that plays in my favor. Let's move on. I have two running backs on this roster. Go with a wide receiver, Allen Robinson. As we talked about Aaron Jones here, or Cody talked about Aaron Jones, I Don't see Allen Robinson staying with the Bears if he has anything to say about it. But in case he does a a full 16 games healthy, Allen Robinson is one of the best PPR wide receivers in the game. 10-plus targets week in, week out. He's a fantastic talent. It just sucks that he's getting wasted away there with uh, some subpar uh, quarterback play. But, you know, grabbing Robinson here... It is a must, especially in, in full point PPR.
1: Yeah, I like uh, the fact there, Nate, that you stocked up on your running backs early. You didn't have any room for another one because that was uh, let my guy slip back to me here, and that's David Montgomery with my last pick here in the third round. Listen, David Montgomery, I you know was kind of considering taking him there where I took Aaron Jones because he was better than Aaron Jones last year. He has a ton of opportunity in Chicago. I know the quarterback situation is a little murky there right now, but David Montgomery to me is. He's taken a big step forward, especially this last season, and he's a guy that I'm definitely going to be looking at in fantasy leagues this coming year. The workhorse style that he was able to have and and you know, I'm not really necessarily worried about another back coming in there and stealing a ton of touches away from him. So, I'm I'm high on David Montgomery and I'm happy to take him here as my uh, running back. And then let's see, we make the turn here. How do we want to go about this? I think I think I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take A tight end here, and I'm going to go TJ Hawkinson. He's the best tight end in this division in my opinion. Uh, I know we're going to talk probably a little bit here about Irv Smith uh, Jr. in a little bit, but I think TJ Hawkinson has really proven his worth in the league. He had a, a really nice season here as his sophomore year in the league, tight end five on the season. He's a big end zone threat, tight end, and, and he's going to be getting a new quarterback, Jared Goff. You don't love that. It's a little bit of a downgrade from Stafford, but at the same time, you're looking at the way that Goff used Higby. You know, in the past, maybe there's a chance that he gets, uh, he has a, a nice connection with Hawkinson and, and Hawkins is able to continue being a, a very relevant fantasy tight ends. So I'm going to go with uh, TJ Hawkinson as my... Fourth round
0: pick. All right, progressing pretty quickly here. We have quarterbacks, tight ends off the board. Everything falling into place. Like you said, T.J. Hawkinson is, you know, without a doubt, the best tight end uh, skill-wise, at least in this division. There isn't much out of some other teams. You know, we have the likes of Coleman, like you said, Irv Smith Jr. and and whatnot. We'll talk about those guys moving forward. But let's talk about my next guy here, and I'm going with Kenny Galladay. I absolutely love this guy. It, it's he just can't stay on the field last season I was super high on the guy drafted him uh rather high knowing that he had an injury going into the season but it just kept nagging throughout the season really never got going again Jared Goff is there but Kenny Galladay is a is a supreme talent he's a top 10 skill wise wide receiver in this league Uh, what do they call Minitron uh he just he's just fantastic and what, what do we hear this is the fifth fourth fourth round fourth round fifth round whatever it is of this draft grabbing a any goal day would like to go along with al Robinson it's a dream come true in my opinion
2: yeah it really is i mean i now that i'm thinking about it nate your team is looking really good i mean two wide receiver ones uh two really are basically rb ones as well i mean you might have already won this draft and we didn't even finish it yet make
0: me blush over here
2: All right, well, let's see. Where am I going here now? Uh, tight end position, da, 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 I think. Oh, I'm going to actually get both, probably. So I'm going to start with my RB position first. And I guess you guys, you know, Nate, you took two RBs, so, you know, greedy over here, and so did you, Cody. So uh, I'm going to go AJ Dillon, the rookie last year. I mean, if you haven't seen his thighs, I mean, you're missing out. The kid okay. can't... <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean, he's a running back. You want a running back <laughs> with big guys, you know? As, as it is, what it is, you know. Scouts love that shit. They, they were talking about it all the time. His thighs, his thighs. Well, they, he's a great running back from Boston College, who again didn't see enough opportunity last year. Obviously, Aaron Jones was there, but now he gets the opportunity to be possibly the starter this year, if obviously Aaron Jones were to leave. But you saw him at the end of the season. He kind of, you know, had a couple decent outings at the end against that Tennessee game. He had over 100 yards when Aaron Jones went, kind of went down. So I him as my RB1, and I'll be pretty happy with that. So And I guess I'm back up on the clock once again. So I have either a flex option at this point or a tight end position. This is a tough one as well. Uh, I'm trying to think of everyone. And it's kind of hard when you don't have the players in front of you. I'm trying to think who is in which team right now. Bears, we're good lines i'm gonna go adam thielen Uh, i could have gone tight end here very easily but you know what i'll save it for the end there's some decent tight ends i'd like to grab later uh but adam thielen i think is at this point is the only last wide receiver one in this uh in this wide receiver class personally uh he's had a great connection with kirk cousins over the last couple seasons now made him basically from a nothing guy to a really relevant uh, wide receiver and he's my wide receiver three he's not going to be asked to do as much and this coming season i mean you know we while talking about justin jefferson but adam Thielen could very well have a fantastic season once again if people are sleeping on him so
0: yeah how good is the division for fantasy aspects when we're taking adam Thillian in the fifth or sixth round of this draft that's that's crazy to think that there's this much uh, skill position-wise, at least in this division. It's one of the better ones for fantasy football. But since quarterback t- doesn't be taken for me, so I'm going to go uh, tight. I talk about a guy here, Irv Smith Jr. He uh, recently broke into the news because the Giants, not the Giants, wrong division. The Vikings uh, parted ways with longtime Ted and Kyle Rudolph, who kind of, you know, he had that surprise contract. I believe it was a year ago or something like that, where it kind of halted Irv Smith's growth. But uh, again, there is a clear step from his rookie to his sophomore year. He played three last games and you know had 50 more yards three more touchdowns and now that Kyle Rudolph is out of the picture he's clearly the, the tight end one there without much competition behind him this is a team where the Vikings will throw the ball I think Kirk Cousins had like 46 or 4,700 yards last season he's going to flirt with 5,000 yards as he has thrown in the past so you know Kyle Rudolph he had 37 targets last or last season so that's Free those right up, you know, 48 the year before, goes right to Irv Smith Jr. Yeah, uh, I just just love this guy at this point. The value is there. He's gonna be overhyped, I believe, because of what's happening, but rightfully so. He's a very talented receiver, sure handed type of guy, might miss some snaps because of the blocking ability, but he was a former first round pick by the Vikings. So the talent is there, and we'll see if he can, you know, really do it here as the as a first overall or as a Titan one for a team.
1: Yeah, definitely very interested to see what irv smith is gonna do i would like to think that he can really take a big step up here and and really be a key contributor in that minnesota offense but we're gonna have to wait and see um i'm kind of got him you know at that bottom half of the tight end one rankings right now so we'll see what happens i'm rooting for him but we'll keep moving along here and i am stuck taking Two wide receivers here to close out my team. And I was a little bit upset there. I was really hoping Stephen would go uh, tight end and leave Thielen on the board there for me. But uh, we're going to have to take Marvin Jones. I guess as our uh, first wide receiver off the board you know Marvin Jones another one of these guys that probably chances are he may not be back with the Lions he may end up somewhere else I think he's a, a, a free agent if I'm not mistaken but it'd be nice to to see where he ends up I think wherever he plays he's got that big playability he always seems to have that one game a year where he scores like four touchdowns and and has a monster fantasy game that really pumps up his numbers, but a solid wide receiver for sure there. And then I'm going to move on to take another wide receiver and really just kind of looking at what's left and and thinking about what's left. I got to go with Darnell Mooney here of the Chicago Bears. Uh, Once again, quarterback situation is not great, but as a rookie wide receiver, he really seemed to shine Darnell Mooney this season. So I I would like to see going forward what he can possibly do uh, for, touchdowns with Chicago in his first season he had 631 receiving yards on 61 receptions in a Nick Foles slash Mitchell Trubisky led offense maybe the Bears end up getting a better quarterback maybe they you know end up uh uh, giving their wide receivers a better chance and and who knows Allen Robinson might be gone too maybe he takes a step up in the pecking order as well this season so I'm going to close out my draft with Darnell Mooney as my wide receiver too.
0: Yeah. He's another guy getting a lot of inte- attention this off season because of the possibility of Allen Robinson leaving town, kind of making him the wide receiver one there. Of course, quarterback play is where you don't want it to be, but we'll see what happens with Mooney taking that next step from rookie to sophomore season. One position left for me, that's quarterback. So I have to go Jared Goff. There's no way I'm going Mitch Brisky here. So Jared Goff will be my guy here. Uh, we talk a lot about him. We've had uh, an entire podcast dedicated to him pretty much. Him and Matthew Stafford when the trade, uh, He has the weapons there. He had the weapons in Los Angeles, too. He's going to be around that low teens, high or low or hot. What am I trying to say here, guys? High teens, low 20s. There we go. Type of quarterback. So when you guys have the likes of Rogers and Cousins off the board, it kind of forces me to take off here. Yeah, no, I mean,
2: yeah, but, you know, you don't want to have golf, but it's still like he's he's able to do what he's able to do still. And you have a lot of good running backs to kind of keep him from having to throw as much. So you, it's not a bad pick. Uh, I have a choice here at tight end position. I mean, it seems to be a pretty simple one. You could think Robert Tunyon. I mean, be like Cole Komet, but it's... I think I'm going to go Robert Tunyon on this one. Uh, I mean, he showed it already that he can be a sustainable tight end in this league. I mean, he had like, a, somewhat of like, a breakout season from an unknown guy who I don't think anyone would have called it. He'd have to be literally a, a future time traveler to actually realize that Robert Tunyon was going to break out this season. And he had a fantastic year, very uh, red zone kind of target guy that I think will, will, works well with Aaron Rodgers. And I think this season he's going to have another great year because I don't think that the Packers are going to bring another pass catcher and probably to help Aaron Rodgers because they don't like Aaron Rodgers, but Robert Tenyon um, is my third, my, I guess my tight end. So I'll take it.
0: All right. That closes up the draft here. Let's run through our lines real quick. And if you listen to this point of the podcast, uh, inter- engage with us on Twitter and tell us who had the best draft. Uh, you know, we, we set our handles prior to the kickoff of this show. So, uh, tag us three and tell us who has the best one. I'll go first. Quarterback Jared Goff, running back Delvin Cook, wide receivers Allen Robinson and Kenny Galladay, tight end Irv Smith Jr. and flex DeAndre Swift.
1: Yeah, I'll go ahead. I got uh, my quarterback Aaron Rodgers, running back Aaron Jones, my two wide receivers Marvin Jones and Darnell Mooney, tight end TJ Hawkinson, and my flex is David Montgomery. And mine is quarterback Kirk Cousins, my running back is AJ Dillon wide receivers are
2: Devontae adams and justin jefferson my tight end is Robert Tunyon, and my flex is adam thielen and you can find me at coach steven p on twitter
0: look at that with the with the sneaky plug real quick there yeah. but uh <laughs> let's uh let's talk about some nfl news before we hop off here guys i guess the only thing pressing this week is that big ben will be back for another season a one-year contract here in pittsburgh kind of going for it all uh, I'd say with this move, obviously, he's towards the end of his career, so a one-year deal. You have to assume this is the final run for things. Do you guys think they might bring him in another weapon, uh, maybe let Juju go, You know, bring in someone else? Do you think what they had last year will kind of be what they were rocking with this year?
1: I kind of think what they have is what they have. Uh, you know, Ben did just restructure his contract. He opened up a little bit of cap room there for the Steelers to do something, but I don't know that they're really going to do anything. I don't think they're going to be able to afford to bring Juju back, and you look at what they have, you've still got Deontay Johnson, you've still got Chase Claypool, you still got James Washington, who is really not a bad receiver. You You kind of forget about him as that fourth weapon this past season in that offense, but James Washington can really stretch the field, and he's a big-body guy that can go up and get it. So losing Juju is, is going to hurt a little bit, I think, but I guess we'll see. It, it it just depends where the Steelers want to spend that money and that draft capital uh, in this offseason. I would expect they, if they do bring any kind of big offensive weapon in, it will be a running back in the draft. I'm really, really hoping they throw a dart at Najee Harris in the first round and and try to bring him in. I think he would be an incredible addition to that offense. Just kind of, he would definitely help the pace of that offense. You you take a little bit of pressure off of big Ben, then I just think that that would be a good fit. And I would like to see uh, the Steelers bring in that, that bruiser of a running back.
2: Um, What Cody said, no, (laughs)
1: Uh, he said
2: a lot. So uh, I kind of agree. Basically everything Cody just really said. I mean, I just don't see them really bringing another pass catcher. I mean, maybe they bring back Juju. I just, I don't think it makes financial sense for them to bring back Juju when they have a glaring need at running back and offensive line. Like I said, Najee Harris could go there. I hope he goes to Miami instead, no offense. But I mean, they definitely need a running back. And I just think that James Washington can fill in enough for them this coming season where they don't have to, overshoot on spending on a guy like Juju Smith-Schuster who again I really like but it's it's a great move that they were to get Big Ben to lower his money right now so they can find ways to make this team great one last season before Big Ben I guess hangs it up for good
0: yeah and there's not much room for me to talk beyond that I I don't know if Juju does return I think he'll demand too much money out of what he offers you know I'm not saying he's a he's a a cancer to the team you know in, in for in terms of distraction but You know, Mm -hmm. that that social media presence he has and some of the stuff he's done in the past is kind of, you know, doesn't set well with some of the veteran players or things like that, so it it may be time for him to move on, but... Like Cody said, they have so many deep – they have a very deep receiver core. Hit on the names there, Claypool, Washington. You know, there's some great wide receivers there that just don't have the, the – there isn't enough balls to go around for them to really shine. So we'll see what happens there. And uh, one more rumor before we get off here, guys. Uh, you know, as a 49ers fan, uh, I've seen them that they're – the fact that they're kicking the tires on Teddy Bridgewater. Is Teddy Bridgewater really that big of an upgrade for the 49ers in terms of, you know, not just fantasy but as a – uh as a just a quarterback to win football games?
1: I'll let Steven take this one first since I talked too much last time. <laughs> um, the way I see it is that Teddy Bridgewater, outside of that
2: major injury he has, he's been pretty healthy. And I think that's the big thing you look at when it comes to the 49ers looking for a quarterback. I mean, over two of the three seasons that Jimmy G has been with the 49ers, he's been hurt, you know? And I think they need to have a a solution at keeping a more stable quarterback in the offense there. While Jimmy G may be a better overall passer than a guy like Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Bridgewater offers more of a stability especially with the run game he offers a little bit of that which I think is more than what Jimmy G would offer and then you know he may not be that amazing thrower down the field but he can do enough and he's mostly very accurate with the ball in his hands and I think that's all they need is someone to get these playmakers in space and throw them the ball short and let Debo Samuels Brandon Ayuk George Kittle do things with the ball while they focus on using their run first approach on the offense so it wouldn't be crazy I don't think Bridgewater's their future answer per se If they were to do that, but I could see why they wanted to make a move like that because they wanted to be more stable at the QB position. It may help in the short term, which maybe that's what they're looking for. But I don't think Teddy Bridgewater would be a future for the 49ers for years to come.
1: Yeah, I kind of agree with what Steven has to say there. You look at what Teddy Bridgewater did this year, and it's not that he had a lack of weapons and he just wasn't really that good. You know, DJ Moore... Uh, other folks in the Wino fantasy community would disagree with me but DJ Moore <laughs> is a really good wide receiver and uh Robbie Anderson and Curtis Samuel and I know he lost Christian McCaffrey he had the weapons around him Mike Davis really stepped up in that backfield so the weapons were there and the Panthers still have what a top 10 draft pick this year you know I just think he's not a huge step up talent wise over Jimmy Garoppolo But like Steven was saying, you're looking at a guy here that you're going to have him on the field because Jimmy Garoppolo has missed significant time and significant games over the past couple years with different types of injuries. So you need to have a quarterback that's to be healthy and stay on the field as much as possible if you're gonna you know even think about contending in this NFC West there's a lot of strong teams out there I I don't know that there's a really weak team out in the NFC West right now so a tough division to play in and you know I think Bridgewater like I said talent wise he's probably not a huge step up from Garoppolo but uh, at least you got a guy that you you can kind of depend on that's going to stay on the field and and, you know, most of the time and, and and take the majority of the snaps this season.
0: Yeah, another thing, Teddy Bridgewater really doesn't turn the ball over either. Doesn't throw a lot of interceptions and, you know, Jimmy G's kind of plagued his career there when he has been healthy with the 49ers with giving the ball away. So, like uh, Steven said, may not be an upgrade in terms of passing yards or touchdowns or something like that, but... To hold the ball more, won't be given away, and he stays on the field. So, in that in that seam of things, it's an upgrade. But you know, in terms of fantasy football, I don't think there's much of a, a swing there that would really uh, catapult anything moving forward. So that's it, t- guys. That's uh, that's it for today's this week's we know fantasy podcast before we sign off one more time could people find you on social media you can find me on twitter at master smithers all right steven for the third time where people find you on social media <laughs> i was about to say that uh you guys could find me at coach steven p and as always you can find me nate at on social media uh twitter Instagram, facebook at we know fantasy visit our website we know for some more fantasy sports content now until next week's guys we'll see you